PTJ is the bottom line. The bottom line is a translation of study findings for application to clinical practice. It is not intended to substitute for a critical reading of the research article. The following bottom line was written by Dr. Julie Fritz and summarizes the article titled Effects of Education on Return to Work Status for People with Fear Avoidance Beliefs and Acute Low Back Pain by Gadges J.J., Anger M.A., Zimmerman G. DeLitto A., Volume 88, February 2008. Although most individuals with low back pain recover rapidly, the few who do not account for a disproportionate percentage of medical costs and lost productivity. The presence of elevated fear of movement and associated avoidance of activities has been identified as a risk factor that increases the likelihood that an individual having an episode of acute low back pain might transition to a condition characterized by chronic disability, prolonged work absence, and high costs. Interventions that attempt to reduce fear avoidance beliefs, therefore, have received increased focus as potentially effective secondary prevention strategies. The authors of this study, building on previous research, explored the effect of adding individualized education and counseling to a typical physical therapy program for patients with acute work-related low back pain who were off work and demonstrated elevated fear avoidance beliefs. The education and counseling intervention was designed to reduce fear avoidance beliefs. The only outcome measure used in the study was the number of days needed to return to work. The study examined 34 patients who were off work due to acute work-related low back pain. Patients were ineligible if their low back pain was attributable to a specific diagnosis, such as spinal stenosis or a herniated lumbar interferotibral disc or if the patient was awaiting or had undergone back surgery in the past year. Included patients had to be recruited within five days of the onset of symptoms and had to have a combined score of at least 50 on the Fear Avoidance Beliefs Questionnaire. Patients were alternatively assigned to a group receiving typical physical therapy or a group receiving typical physical therapy and the education and counseling intervention. The study originally included 36 patients, but two were removed from the education group during the study because they were diagnosed with a herniated nucleus pulposus, making them ineligible for participation based on the study's exclusion criteria. What new information does this study offer? The patients who received the education and counseling intervention as an adjunct to their physical therapy program had fewer days from the date of the initial injury until they were able to return to work than patients who received physical therapy without the education and counseling. The median number of days required to return to work in the education group was significantly lower than the group receiving physical therapy alone, 19 days versus 35 days. Previous research has suggested that cognitive behavioral approaches to rehabilitation, such as the program implemented for this study's education group, may be beneficial in reducing disability and work loss in individuals with low back pain, particularly those with elevated levels of fear avoidance beliefs. Much of the previous research conducted in this area has examined patients with more chronic low back pain and prolonged work loss. This study examined patients with acute low back pain, and the results suggest an opportunity to screen patients early for elevated fear avoidance beliefs and to modify physical therapy care accordingly. Typical physical therapy for both groups in the study involved two or three sessions per week that included exercises to address impairments in flexibility or muscle strength, ergonomic advice, physical agents, and electrical stimulation. The education and counseling group also received an educational booklet that encouraged patients to remain active 
and control pain through exercise and relaxation. The physical therapist reinforced the messages in the booklet and encouraged the patient to remain active, control stress, and maintain positive expectations for recovery. All subjects were regularly re-evaluated by their occupational health physician who determined when the patient would be discharged from physical therapy to either return to work or be referred to another provider. How might the results of this study apply to the practice of physical therapy? The results of this study supported the potential usefulness of the additional educational and counseling intervention to reduce time off work for individuals with acute work-related low back pain and elevated fear avoidance beliefs. The results support the benefit of screening patients for yellow flags, such as fear avoidance beliefs, and the benefit of modifying care when risk factors for prolonged work absence are identified. Limitations. The foremost limitation is the study design. Patients were not randomly assigned to treatment groups, and although the patients in each group appeared to be similar on several key baseline variables, the lack of randomization raises concerns about the possibility of bias due to baseline differences that were not measured. Because the study uses a non-randomized design, it is not appropriate to attribute the difference in time off work to receiving the education and counseling intervention. Additional concerns include the lack of a long-term follow-up, which is an important consideration given the recurrent nature of low back pain. Patients were not reassessed on the fear avoidance beliefs questionnaire after their treatment, which makes it difficult to assess whether the education intervention had the desired effect of reducing fear avoidance beliefs. In addition, this study combined the two questionnaire subscale scores, work and physical activities, to screen patients, using a cutoff score of 50 or higher to define a patient with elevated fear avoidance beliefs. Almost all previous research has examined the subscale scores separately because they measure somewhat different constructs. The validity of a combined score and a cutoff score of 50 or higher is unknown. Finally, all patients in both groups were treated in one physical therapy clinic by the same physical therapist, raising concerns about contamination of the treatment groups. The physical therapist providing all the treatment in this study had taken graduate-level coursework in education, counseling, and psychology, which raises concerns about the generalizability of the treatment program that was used. Identifying effective strategies for reducing disability and work loss due to low back pain is an important research priority Targeting strategies toward patients during the acute stage of low back pain episodes might be particularly effective in reducing work loss and associated costs. Future research should include randomized trials examining a variety of short and long-term outcomes, including pain, disability, work loss, direct and indirect costs, patient satisfaction, and recurrence rates associated with different strategies to manage patients with elevated fear avoidance beliefs.